So we've spoken about this before, and I just want to speak about it again. Ladies. Ladies. If you're going to wear bonnets, at least it'll be a clean bonnet in the man. Nobody wants to see you out here with these dirty bonnets on the road. You saw a dirt. How did you see the dirt on the bonnet? This wasn't a black bonnet? Outside with a dirty pink bonnet with a black edging walking down the steps of the <laughs> And I was like, yo, sis, do you see this bonnet? A young girl. But then this morning I get on the train. It's usually the young girls. A girl with another bonnet with lints. All over, all these little balls, <laughs> all over the body. Like, come on now. And this it's is bad enough you're gonna kiss me as bonnet, but now you got to kiss me as bonnet and then have it lint and dirty. It's bad that they have decorative bonnets, but you know, I saw this shit at Key Food. Key Food on Rockaway this weekend. A girl at work, at a place of business. At your the cashier, the cashier. <laughs> I was really contemplating on going to complain. But then I looked at the supervisor, he had on a hoodie. Unacceptable. Come and on. Blue bonnets that are like totally like large bonnets. Yes, huge. All the way like hanging down to the shoulders. That's for the bundles, sis. The bundles. So ridiculous. And my daughter has one. But, but she doesn't wear it outside. Oh, come on. If she walked outside with that body. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell you because I know you're a mandatory reporter. <laughs> Last week we were talking about bleaching. Them I bleach. Them I bleach out. Them skin. To look like a And we think about, um, you know, vibes cartel son. You know, like father, like son. Little vibes. We about um, spice bleaching. And I was saying I knew it was not true. And it's not true. Spice did this whole bleaching thing for a video that she did for a new show called Black Hypocrisy. Yo, shout out Spice. I got to tell you, this is the best I've ever seen you look. When now, in oh, in the video, you know, got it. Not with all these leather and tights and everything. She had like a really nice flowy dress and decent, uh, nice long weave. She really looked very pretty. And she was basically saying in the song that people say they don't like, you know, that she would be better if she was lighter. And it's she called the song is called Black Hypocrisy. So I mean, this the song um, is it based on her experience in the industry? Well, in her, just regular her life. life. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have to realize too, as Caribbean as a Caribbean. Parentage, we know that Caribbean people are very big on color. No, no, no. We know that you <laughs> also are the other product of that. I don't even realize it, okay? Because Ben would go, "Oh my God, that guy was a black." Yeah, and the way she says it, it's like, "Hello," and I always correct her, "You're black." No, no, no but he was a black. <laughs> I know I'm black. Thank you very much. Whatever. What I'm saying is, as a dark. Child, That's what you're saying. Dark. Caribbean. A child of, I wasn't born in the Caribbean, but a child of, yeah. of Caribbean parentage. I know I grew up with this same concept of what people call them, the black one versus the light one. Colorism. You know, it's, it's the way it is. And, you know, Spice is basically saying that people always used to say, you know, you're so pretty. I, remember, I said it once before, like, I got to you, you, you're so pretty if you wasn't fat. But it's like people say, yeah, you're so pretty. You're like, you're so pretty by dark one. You know, I'm glad you know how that fe- felt. I'm glad you know how that feels, because I got that. Oh, you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Excuse me? You know, these kind of comments that people make, and I think Brenda had to, you know, witness that when somebody was like, oh, yeah, this person has, like, good hair. I'm like, whoa, whoa, pause. Good hair. You say good hair to this one. You might as well say Jesus is not real. (laughs) 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 Tell you, the brainwash that we've been subjected to, I tell you, sad. It's soft and natural, all right? Thanks. So anyway, one thing I just say about this in the video the, that she did, she had like you know a whole bunch of black women, dark women, dark skinned black women, 
talking about black and one thing she said is I'm my skin is dripping melanin with honey which mm, I thought was cute that is. and then she did black beautiful lovely attractive courageous and kind so you know shout out Spice I think good I, I messaging you out here with this good messaging to these young girls other than can't tell, come breathe me. That's my tooth. That's for your baby. All right, then. Yo, that's my tooth, man. I ain't gonna lie. You wanna introduce me to that song? I was appalled by it, but now I can't get it. Listen, Ponda Gaza. Ponda That album. His album. That album is sick. Sick. Love it. 2.0. Love it. Hurry up and get But unbleached. Anyways. This is America. Speaking about bleaching, I'm telling you. The way to get around in America, everyone needs to be bleached. Because I tell you, you can't be black and be anywhere without getting a cops called on you. America. So, this young man, Juan Pablo Gonzalez, a Spanish name, but they're calling him African-American. Maybe he's like black Spanish or something. I don't know. I haven't seen the guy. But this happened in Washington, D.C., and he's at a law library. And this white woman, white supremacist. At the Catholic University where he's enrolled in. Correct. So, he's enrolled studying, in this. Studying library sciences. Another job that won't get anything. <laughs> Another degree that won't get you a job. <laughs> we dying. Uh, Come on, Juan. But, but anyway, he wants to use the, the library. library. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady at the desk calls the police on him. And she's like, uh, this is a law library. And he's what like, Many black libraries have you ever seen in your whole life? That's true. That's true. You really see it. I'm just saying. Think about it. This is your opportunity to recalculate. So, again. Sorry. He explains to her, like, listen, I'm a GLP member. You know, um, I also work here in archives. And, you know, I'm a graduate assistant here. Like, why can't I use a library? And I think basically he said he made a call just to ensure that he was able to use it. When he spoke to the person, which I think it was her, they said that he could come. And so she's like, he's like, so why are you calling the police? She's like, because, you know, you're not able to use it. And he's like, well, why, so why are you calling the police? So she's like, he said, does it have anything to do with my color? She's like, it has nothing to do with your color. Um, It has nothing to do with that. Um, He's like, so if it doesn't, can you call off the police then? She's like, no, they're still coming. So these four cops come, and I think uh, maybe three out of four of them were black. All they did was ask him for his ID to see if he went to the school, and that was it. It was like, okay, he could remain here at the library. So this woman, her name was Brittany McNerlin. And guess what? She's a student, and she interns at the Alexandria Public Defender's Office. What's that gonna be like? Who's she gonna defend? The blacks. Come on. I mean, I don't know what uh, name they're coming for her, because as you know, these people get this happens on a weekly basis. So I don't know if it's gonna be broke down library in Brittany. I don't know what they'll call this lady. But even one of the things she told the cops, she didn't tell the cops anything about him being black. She said because he questioned my answers. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, we're not allowed to, to question ask questions. Oh no, we're absolutely not allowed to ask questions. Are you killing me? And then oh, another one, amusement park Amanda. They coined the name for this one. <laughs> It's like naming hurricanes, I heard somebody say. <laughs> Amusement Park Amanda, this boy, Honey Daniels, and this incident happened ever since August um, at Six Flags Weird Adventure in Chicago, and he was on the line. I guess the line, the queue was too long, so he kind of like cut, removed the rope to step out or whatever. And she's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You... That's a good voice. Like a white voice? <laughs> And she's like, you people, you people always, you know, do things like this, and this is the problem. And she's all up in this guy's face. I mean, he started screaming, bah, bah, bah. I mean, come on, 
How you doing, honey Daniels? <laughs> he <seemed> very <laughs> flamboyant. <laughs> Cute little boy. How you doing? But, you know, he stood up for himself. He kept yelling bye in this lady's face. She kept on following him. And she had her kid with her. I mean, can you see this kid is observing his parent? Of course he's going to be a white supremacist. Of course he's going to be a white supremacist as well. Why wouldn't he be? You know, this is exactly what we're doing, you know, in, in this world here. Raising white supremacists, young white supremacists. So, I mean, basically he's now bringing it out, October, in this month, because he said that when it was recorded, he didn't, he didn't know if he, if he was in the right. And so he kind of showed it to some of his friends and some of the people he know, and they were like, no, you are absolutely right in this situation. So now he decided to post it. And, of course, he's been getting, was I right or wrong? And people have been saying, no, you were absolutely right. So that's why he's posting it now. I mean, in light of all this, you know, policing blacks, it's like, a, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Sad, but it seems like this is what we are subjected to at this point. Part about this is America subject, I tell you. And speaking about you know continuing our this is America segment, look at all these hateful crimes that's happened within the past. CNN had an article in the past seventy two hours. All these hateful crimes. Um, it started off Wednesday, which we have not heard much about, which is very disappointing. About the incident in Kentucky. Kroger and this uh, grocery store, these two African-American, you know, basically senior citizens, 69 and 67 years old. Um, this white man, Gregory Bush, he tried to get into a First Baptist church, which, of course, he knows is black people in <laughs> the First Baptist church. <laughs> and so he was unable to get in because it was locked, thank God. He left there, ranting and raving, and then he went into this Kroger grocery store. And just killed killed a 69-year-old man, Maury Stollard, who was just in there with his 12-year-old grandson trying to get a poster board for a project. And a woman, 67 years old, Vicky Jones, who was in the parking lot. So as he was flooding the scene, he shot and killed her. So these two, like, well, yeah, they got him. Let's see what happens to them. Alive, as they usually never get black folks. But, yeah, this is it. And, you know, this was overshadowed by the other events that happened. Uh, We all heard about the mail bombings that they sent to all of Trump's, I guess, the, the people that he disliked. Oh, I think Obama was one of them, Biden. Mm-hmm. He had some other everybody, people, everybody. other Democrats that basically got it. Everybody got it, basically. Um, they said they got that guy, too. Right? They got him as well, mm-hmm. correct? I think he said the package to CNN. Oh, yeah. And you know Trump's response is, oh, all because of the fake news the media is giving. That's what's perpetuating this. Excuse me, Trump? As if. So, he's a, so he is basically encouraging this kind of shit. And then, you know, the Pittsburgh shooting, the Pittsburgh, they, they shot those 11 Jews in the synagogue. And, you know, that overshadowed everything this weekend because, of course, it's Jew. But, I mean, it's still sad. Very sad. Jew sad. Sad. This is America, people. Woo-hoo. So, as we think about America and this current state of affairs, elections next week, Tuesday. What are we doing about it, folks? Uh, November 6th. 6th. <laughs> um, elections 2018, then... Right now, this is a great opportunity to turn the House and the Senate away from Trump's prying hands. Because if Trump does not have the opportunity to manage that, then his ability to make all these crazy votes and to get people in, like, what's that guy's name again? Brett Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. To get those kind of mm-hmm. people in, it would not have happened. Um, so right now, there are 41 open or vacant GOP House seats. The Democrats need to get 23 seats in order to flip control. Um and Trump is, you know, he's out here 
campaigning for people, but while he's campaigning for his Republican counterparts, remember, we told you about this last week or the week before when Trump is saying that black people should vote Republican because we've done they've done such great things for us. As Get fucking if. <laughs> so even this woman, Chelsea Handler, was on the Ellen show, and when she was there, she basically said, the problem is when we vote, we don't look at how others vote to make our decisions. And she says that if people follow how black women vote, this is a white woman, guys. Yes. You're guaranteed to make sure that we're going to get a good election, mm-hmm. a good decision. Because most black women voted for Hillary, while a lot of white women and white men voted for Trump. Trump. And she didn't even go, she said that, that guy. Yeah. So <laughs> even while they voted for him, you know, if they would have followed what the black women did, as black women make better decisions, this woman is saying, we would have been okay. But we even see, oh, you know, Michelle's been out there on the road talking, telling people to vote, 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 Obama, mm-hmm. to get people voting. And Obama's out there trying to get people to vote. And it's so funny, while he was out in his last thing, he says, well, you know, no one in my uh, administration. administration ever got indicted. Trump has so many indictments, it's enough to fill a football field. So, <laughs> I mean, definitely, folks. Go out and vote on vote, Tuesday. Vote, vote, vote. I know I won't talk about the primary that many people may have missed. But Yikes. I and I. Focus <laughs> on the... Uh, and the, the primary was October 10th, I think, wasn't it? That was I, it, I don't know. I felt like I missed I the primary. Well, well, I don't know. to dinner that night. That's why I missed it. Really, sis? <laughs> Yo, don't even say this on this platform. Sorry. And then try to encourage people to vote. Are you kidding I'm me? I'm not going to miss the one on November. And I tell you, when I vote in... On regular elections, when I vote, I take my kids with me, and I let them do it so they understand the importance of the process. Since before I had kids, even when I had my stepson and my niece that I used to take care of, and we used to go in and used to pull the curtain in, yes. the mm-hmm. we would go in together, and I would let them select and then push the handle, because I wanted them to understand the importance of doing this concept of voting. Oh, that's so, so commendable. I, I've always done this, because I believe in the process. So my friends, you know, even as we saw this article on Instagram about... The few number of black DAs. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, basically, there are about 2,300 DAs across the country that manage the justice systems. Out of that, 95% of them are white. And then 89% of them are male. It's like less than 1% that are women of color. And that's not even say black women. We're just talking about women of color in general. So, I mean, think about the people who make the decisions they're not looking for our best interest because they're not, you know, they're not in favor of that. And, so. and those DAs are the ones that are sending all our young black men to jail. Correct. Like Correct. Crazy, crazy. Correct. Crazy That's so, why I encourage, I mean, I encourage any black youth that want to go into law. I mean, definitely, you know, they, they should have like a problem. They probably do have them that exist, programs where they encourage kids to do so. You know, but it goes back to, you know, not having the resources to, you know, be in these positions. But, um, you know, and... You know, sure. I mean, Brenda <laughs> had a very bad um, example of why she didn't vote because she went out to dinner. But I just want to say, what are you doing? I didn't, first of all, I don't recall this election you're talking about. I recall September when I wasn't here, and you know, I wasn't here. There's nothing I could have done. However, I think you are, wait, don't try it. Listen, we will, we'll go, we'll go back. It doesn't matter. You can't look back. It doesn't matter. Bottom line is, moving forward, there is absentee voting, which many people are not aware of. So, for example, like my stepmom who's not in the country, I'm going to advise her to put her absentee ballot in. We need to be putting absentee votes in. So, if you're not in the country, you vote for a ballot reason and you, and you can't vote November 6th, you need to do absentee voting. So, look into that. That's a good yes, idea. please. Let's turn this around. Oh, and, you know, even in Florida, it's Andrew Gillum. 
that's running for oh. Senate. Yo, he is giving He it came out after, the, what's his name, DeSantis? Ron DeSantis. And even with Trump is at, now he's after Ron DeSantis. Trump is going after him, calling him a thief. Yes, with, with no substantial information or evidence to even say this guy's a thief. Anything substantial. As he tweeted, we still remember said this thing yesterday, he tweeted, he never uses his personal phone, but he tweeted from his, his iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is so, so funny. He's humorous. In a sad way. He's a jokester. Anyway. Speaking of a jokester. 50 Cent. <laughs> so apparently Ja Rule had a group. Uh, when I be about my baby. <laughs> Poor Ja Rule, man. Can he live? He had a concert and it was on the, on the Groupon app. <laughs> and 50 Cent must have saw it. It was like, wow. And he says, I bought the first 200 seats. Because, you, you know. That's very sad. For what, pity? It'll be no, so that when he gets out of the stage, the whole front rows will be empty, and he'll be like, uh, uh, waiting for people to come. So um, everyone was like, how could you buy the first two? It just seats. There's only 100 seats there. But regardless, <laughs> even Fletcher just made a mock-up of him sitting like in the first couple of rows, and all the rows around him that are empty, and then people at the back of the rows. And then Ja Rule made his own mock-up of 50 cents with a dildo, and another rapper. What? Yeah. So Jarvo came back for, came, for 50? He came back. He was like, get no. the strap. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's what's going on. Speaking of a jokester, Jermaine Dupree, where have you been that now you want to speak and talk about platforms? So Jermaine Dupree is against his colleagues um, go, you know, refusing to perform at the Super Bowl. And what he said was that um, boycotts, and, you know, of course, the, amongst those who have declined is my girl Riri, Rihanna, and Jay-Z. And it's in support of Colin Kaepernick. And Jermaine Dupree doesn't think this is the way to go. He feels as though no one listens or pays enough attention to boycotts. And um, he feels the artist should, you know, send a message while they're on stage, take advantage of the platform that they have. Yo, Jermaine Dupree is a sellout. He's the same one that sold an escape story without even asking. Oh, facts. You don't get to talk to us about your platforms, and your platform is only about making money with your dumb TV show or a rap game. Get it together. He still has no a TV one, show? Yeah. No one's asking you to get up and do the Super Bowl anyway. Hello, exactly. Unfortunately, you are unable to decline because no one requested <laughs> for you to be on the damn Super Bowl. That and you know, something to fall for this white man sport. I mean, I'm not knocking it, but come on. We saw what they did to Janet Jackson. They saw a little nipple slip, and they wanted to crucify this girl. She didn't do it on purpose. Wink, wink. Anyway, <laughs> did anybody see an Instagram DJ Khaled trying to um, crowd surf? You know, that's when the white people. <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> that's when white people jump into the crowd <laughs> and they're like pushing them back towards the Yo, uh, D- yo DJ Khaled trying to crowd surf it out there. <laughs> they were like, oh no. They just kind of held it like, please don't come. Don't please come. don't fall on us. You are way too big to be coming back here. <laughs> That's and a we, rich guy right there, DJ Khaled. Oh my God, he's in every son, video. <laughs> he really that anyway, and did you hear about this rapper that was killed at the yes, Waffle House? Yeah, the New Orleans. I mean, like Tennessee rapping or something. I don't know, but he's a New Orleans rapper. His, oh. his name is Young Greatness. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? What kind of rap they do? He was fatally shot, um, and he passed away early Monday morning. He was signed with Cash Money Records. Oh. Um, According to reports, he was outside of the Waffle House um, on Elsian Fields Avenue around 1.30 p.m. when the uh, incident occurred. 
You know, and I, and I must say, you know, no officers arrive when they claim to dead. I don't understand why we black folks keep going to the Waffle House. I mean, I had the Pekin waffle, but it's not that great. We need to stick to IHOP. Just stick to IHOP. I mean, I love IHOP pancakes. Why we keep going to the Waffle House? We saw that whole massacre, that whole incident in April in Nashville, Tennessee. I think there was recently one, the same month as well in Georgia, where um, somebody went in there to rob the, 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 the counter of folks at the Waffle House. Why don't we just boycott the Waffle House? Listen, IHOP, they usually have the stacks for 69 cents. So sorry. <laughs> That's what she goes. <laughs> it's the only time I go there. <laughs> I mean, who could just eat a waffle just like, I mean, pancakes just like that? You need something with the pancakes. Hello. Yo, I just want to say happy birthday to Mendeecees. You know, they posted it on Instagram, still strong. Who? So, yeah, Man, who? Husband faked. Almost husband finished a mail a marriage license out. After that, <laughs> you know, we see you out here, man. DC still pumping, and no one sees that. And I must tell you, but you even that you still have access to <laughs> That's question number one. Question number two. This guy looks ripped. And you know why that's problematic? Because I remember Rashida Ali calling out, because you know she slept with Mandisi's before, before Yandy, and was like, come on, you know he ain't working with much Yandy. Let's be honest. And now to know that you're working out, which makes me believe that your penis is getting even smaller, dude. You know, know, a lot of times, girls subject themselves to a guy with a small penis because they're so cute in the face. But I tell you, not impressed with Mandisi. Stop, stop working it out. But maybe he has other skills. Like penetration may not just be the only skill. And we've spoken about that like what eating a box in terms of how you can move around and different positions that you can use when a man is not gifted with a big penis. So what men with small penis should be castrated? Castrated, <laughs> pushed to the side. Refused, rejected. No, but not working out. Ladies, we talked about this last two couple of weeks ago. Differently abled and having a small penis is a different <laughs> category. It makes you have a different ability. <laughs> All right. So let's just talk about that. Anyway, uh, talking about different abilities, um, there was this article on the Shade Room. Where this guy wrote to the shade room. I mean, I'll read it briefly. But he said his situation is that he loves his wife. He really does. They've been married for five years. He said when they first got married, she weighed about 135 and was gorgeous. Um, Since they've gotten married, she's taken on a whole extra personality. And she's gained more than six zero pounds. 60 pounds. And he said he's basically not attracted to her. Both of them are school teachers, administrators, um, so they both get home around the same time in the afternoon. He's ex- expressed his concerns with her weight gain and suggested medical attention. Does that mean he suggested DR or something? I don't know. But um, and he even purchased her a gym membership and started buying the groceries for the house and even started cooking. So this guy is trying. Um, nothing has worked, and now she's complaining that he's withholding sex from her. Um, and he, his thing is she just doesn't stimulate him anymore. He can't get aroused um, by a woman that complains and makes excuses all day. And he doesn't like the sight of the rolls and the extra meat. Right. He then you know, reiterates, I love my wife, but I'm not in love with what she has become. I don't like what I see. and I don't like what she's become and what she uh, refuses to do. Communication is not working. I just can't make myself be attracted to something that's not pleasing to me. 
what do I do? I want to help her, but I don't know how. It's just sad, man. It is very sad. You know, I get where he's coming from. But people change. And as life goes on, people gain a little weight. People lose a little hair. People have to take a Viagra. You know, it's just different changes in life. No, no, no. But this is a change that could be... So, I mean, yes, different things happen. People get sick. But this is something that she could actually make adjustment to it. She's not sick because he would not have written this. Oh, come on. Come the hell on. The way this man is speaking is basically this girl just got real comfortable. That's what it sounds like to me. And he, I'm sure if it was medically driven, he would not have brought this to light. You know what I'm saying? You never know. He sounds like a decent guy. He has offered her a gym membership. He's cooking. He's buying groceries. Listen, can I get that? I'm going to tell you, the person that has been thick of all my life, right? No one wants to hear what I said. I know. You, you, can I help you with uh, dieting? Why not? Oh. Why don't you want to hear encouragement no, from your life partner? You're, you're, you're getting a little fat out here. Let's, let me cook something better for you. Why you don't want that? that? No one wants to hear that. Oh, come on. Brenda, you're being way too sensitive. That's like if someone loses their hair. Oh, let me get you. Would you like me to buy you some bundles? Would you like me to uh, take you to a new year? Absolutely, because you want to encourage the person that you. I'm telling you right now, I am. I do not like a man with the belly, and I'm telling you right now, if I see the person I'm with getting the belly, I'm gonna say, "Yo, the person you're with." Yes. You know, I tell Sullivan Bender, I don't want to always come up with this person like, oh, because I'm married and I got a husband, I know it all. Because I'm not that. So I don't want to always re- refer to my personal life. But I'm just saying in general, if you're with someone that was um, 130 and all of a sudden they get to 190, 200 pounds, if you like love this person, you plan to be with them for the rest of your life, you want to see them do good, you want to see you guys do good together, you want to see you guys work together then yes, you're going to encourage them in, in, in a great, I meaningful agree, way. It's the way you do it. You're not going to say, hey, you need to lay off the cheeseburger. You're going to say, hey, babe, why don't we go to the gym together? That's encouraging to me. You know, the concept of meeting someone before seeing them, right? You know, you could sometimes have a a blind date. date. That's why I mean, <laughs> like a blind meeting, right? Like someone says, call this person. This is my friend. I want to hook y'all up. Y'all spend time on the phone before FaceTime and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. And this is how you and the person get to know each other. Mm-hmm. That when you meet each other, you're so into each other, the physical kind of just is not... Nah, it's, that's not really true. Come on, let's look at Catfish. That show Catfish. No matter how much you think you like somebody, you have to be attracted to them, whether they're bigger or smaller. Maybe you're attracted to a bigger... Maybe you're attracted to a bigger person, so that'll be fine. But it could be somebody that's a size zero. Like, I've seen girls very MAGA and very unattractive. In terms of how they look and their clothes and everything, and someone could be like, "No, that's not for me. Maybe she want, Maybe she should gain some weight." So there's gaining and losing, which you're not attracted to someone's weight. So it's not always somebody being bigger. It could be that someone lost weight and they don't look good either. But regardless, if you're with someone and they do go through something, you can't just turn around and say, "Listen, I'm gonna leave." That's not what he said, he sis. Oh, you see, now you're making an assumption. He wrote this letter. He's been married to five years. Well, he's not attracted to it. That's like you saying you're trying to give somebody the goods that penis can't go up. How are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? How? Yikes. <laughs> so it's the same thing. Um, again, I see it's not like he's saying, yo, my girl. And I've, a lot of men do this. Oh, she just don't look good anymore. She, you know, she gains weight or she lost weight, whatever. They're not attracted. But this guy's actually saying, hey, I'm, I'm reaching out for help here. I've tried these different avenues, and they're not working. Like, it's, it's not budging. She's not moving. And maybe it's a deeper issue. And what I would suggest is, I don't know. She could be running through a depression. 
Okay, then go see a freaking counselor. She's expecting that he's going to love her. In sickness and in health. It doesn't mean he doesn't love her, but he's not giving up. But he's not going to pipe her. Isn't that clear? He can love her, but he's not going to pipe her. And she seems to be the one begging for sex. So lose some weight. Wow. Just is the bottom line. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Just think you can make light of losing weight. Sometimes it's not just possible to just... Hello, Bender. I'm aware of that. I have made numerous attempts to lose weight when I feel like please, I've gained weight. Please, please, please. Let's not do this. Here we go. You know what it Let's is? Not do this slim gym. <laughs> Can we Let's talk? Wait. You know, this is the problem here. This is the problem here. You know, people who. And I'm going to say this, though. As a plus size woman, I will not date a fat man. I'm letting you know this right now. And so, how dare you? How dare you? So, that means if you're man. with someone that's slim, I think, matter of fact, you are with someone that's slim. And let's say he becomes bigger. Let's say he comes like your size. Let's say he comes with a belly and everything. Would you still be Wait, able to have a big belly? Let me, no, no, no. A big <laughs> person. I'm talking about my man because you know men usually get the belly poking out or whatever. Ugh. Let's say he gets bigger, big like you. What would be your thoughts? That's not in his nature. Wait, wait. We didn't ask that. That's not the question. And let's say he get, would you still be able to get wet? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> That but you, you know, and you would not be to, with him. Would question. you be with him? Answer the question. Back to the question at hand. You're a fraud. You're a fraud. You're a fraud. I mean, as I just said to you, I would not date a a, a big man. And, and so when he dated this woman initially, she was not a big woman. But so she made herself ha- sixty pounds. What the hell are you doing, sis? Things happen. Like what? Like you just fell on a three cheeseburgers in one hour? What wow. happens? Tell me what happens. Wow. Tell me what happens. This is fat shaming. It is not. It's just a fact of life. And listen, I, I am very cognizant of uh, weight gain oh, or is. weight loss. She is about to gain. She's checking it out. She will not gain a pound. Yeah, I can't freaking stand you. Because that's not true. brings another segment to life. You know, I just believe this. If you love someone, period. The one If Benda loves someone, it should not matter if they're fat or skinny. You're no, being a hypocrite. I'm not being a hypocrite. Yes, you are. If I love someone and I met someone one way and I love them, I love them on a deeper level, sure. How deep? Not only How deep is your physical. love, Cisco? Okay. And not only in the physical <laughs> It's like saying that you're with someone and they lose a leg or they, they something happens. That's that's not that's not preventable. Let's not even go to losing a leg or something sickening. It's that's not the same comparison. This is something that you could actually do something about. That's what it is. Right. But sometimes you can't. Sometimes you take But in this situation listen, again, if this is she could have gotten a depot shot, a shot not to have a kid, she could have gained weight. But, but that's a combo. That's a conversation to be had. So, Listen, I'm on breath cushion for life. But I knew when I heard the side effects of the depot, I was like, I absolutely will not and take you know, that. The problem is here too. Maybe he did not tell her what his concerns was. Maybe he's just saying, "Oh, let's do this." He said he did. Good idea. I didn't hear that part. But you know, regardless of what, just remember, people change. People change. I don't know that song. I know Keisha Cole. You change, you change, you got no and change. I don't know about the way you're singing. I don't know that song either, but I just made it up. <laughs> people change. Can you just stop singing? And we know that people change, 
if you love someone, you have to accept them the way they are. Then you should have accepted your husband for putting them socks all over the damn place. But you yeah, didn't say that. I did. Anyways. At that point, I did accept it. Whatever. Again, this I think this is totally a different... That's another thing. When people change mentally... <laughs> now that's a different story. Oh, this could be mental. She could be eating mentally. This is a, this could be a then mental change. Have, then you have to have some kind of a concession. Oh, I know about this oh. She ended up breaking up with her fiance because he really went like bananas, but 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 bananas, <laughs> like foil <laughs> on the windows so that people can't look in and stuff like that. Definitely. And that's different. That is something and she that she left him. So I guess if you can leave someone that's going through a mental crisis, you can leave someone for gaining ten pounds. 60, 60, thanks. Again, um, you do see his efforts. If what he's saying is accurate, because you know there's three sides to the story. If what he's saying is accurate, I commend this guy because he has made numerous attempts to get his woman on track. And she just wants to be that sloppy, comfortable chick oh, wow. that's like, yo, I'm already married. I don't have to look good anymore. I already got him. And doesn't want to do anything about it. That's what it sounds like to me. And then you still want to have sex? <laughs> Not Yikes. Love does not. Oh, bullshit. Love takes for your ups and your downs. And in this moment, she's in the down. Let's stick with it, all right? Love never (laughs) fails. So, anyway, moving on to Caribbean Corner. Today, we wanted to do a little talk about some songs. As you know, we're about to enter. Carnival in Trinidad 2019. And that means all of the soca songs are going to be out. And we wanted to talk about it because we started listening and we wanted to give you a little heads up. You know, we got to start listening. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know what Ben is about, what her life is about. But for me, I got to prepare for when I go to Greens Carnival. Where? Greens. Where is this? Grenada. Oh, I don't know. I need you I to get it together. Anybody knows Greens? Grenada's called Greens. Oh, I'm my sorry. God. That's Anyways. Tin. No, it's not the same thing. <laughs> no, get the hell out of here. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> um, so it's that Carnival, but you know, before Carnival comes in, all the songs really start popping off. We start seeing a lot of the songs from other carnivals that we did not hear before. Trending. So we'll start with our fave. Should we start with our fave or our not fave? Let's start with our not fave. Kiss. <laughs> I, listen, you are not going to talk negatively about Kess because that, love I love this guy. We love you, Kes. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> this song you've put out, your first song out, Dawork, D-A-H. The Walk. The Walk. Get it together. Da-work. Get it together, okay? The is the boringest. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I'm not feeling this. The walk. I, I don't know, Kes. It just did not hit me. You know, sometimes, as Benda said, sometimes you hear a soca song, you don't gravitate to it initially, and then all of a sudden it's playing so much you get to it. But there's just some songs that are just not gonna make it. The chorus and is slow, slow, slow. It's just like, Kes, we wanna make you win. We want to win. And here. guess what? When I see him for Borrow Day, because you know he has a Kes day on Borrow Day, I, he cannot, I, he needs to come with a better song. He'll have more. This is just the first one he's putting out, you know? We haven't even heard a song from Marshall yet for 2019. But this is the Which first, you know, this is the first batch. Yeah. So we will continue to talk to you. And, you know, probably in a month or two, this might be our new favorite song. Who knows? But right now, <laughs> it's not feeling it. The song we love is When I Dance. But me too, so. <laughs> Wait, let me tell you guys. Like, I went to a party this weekend and that song came on. 
This girl, I mean, dressed up in everything, laid flat on the ground on her back, had the hands crossed like if she was in a tombstone, and started doing the tombstone dance. I didn't even know this was a dance. So <laughs> okay. In Greece. In Greece. Patoon. But when I saw that shit, I said, Are you kidding me? So, this is a song that came out in Grenada during the summer when they had their carnival. And we're now hearing it, and you know, is is now transmitting throughout the world, and it's a fan fave. Love and it. Then put job job on my tombstone, man. FYI, me and somebody had a debate about where job job comes from. The person was like, "Oh, it's from Trinidad." I'm like, "No." no. Oh, you agree with me? I would totally agree with that. No one in Trinidad is willingly putting oil over. <laughs> I was like, "This is straight up and down greens." Okay. Right, it is. I will give it to you. I'll give it to you. We can do some research on this, but I will give that to you. Oh, and research you know will be done. Feel about. Well, you know, I'm not one for Oil and paint. You know, she's oh, not into that kind of stuff. I'm not into it. Oh, mud going I was skin. also into juve, especially when they used Hello. to be here. But, you know, now juve is about killing Whack. people. But um, it's, be, it's like the purge. <laughs> now it's the purge. Well, juve used to happen here. It used to be, they used to have DJs and the pants. Correct. You could get both. And juve used to go straight into to the Labor Day. Correct. So you, some people didn't even go home to change because it would be like, leave there, just walk straight up the block and hit it. Yeah, those people were gross. I but, went home, took a shower, and came back. But, um, yeah, man. That's it, so... But let's be honest. By the time next year comes, uh, there's going to be probably another another hit, you know. But on to our whatnot. Whatnot, whatnot. Yo, I respect the fat pum pum gal them because I'm one of them. <laughs> but these camel toes in these streets, like, I, I don't know. Like, you buy a pair of tights. And then you see the camel toe. This was never attractive. Maybe we should put up a poll. As it's camel toe attractive? Like, do men find camel toe attractive? Okay, we'll put it up. I mean, I know for females, it's probably going to be like gross, but maybe it's just a male thing. They just like to know that a girl has a fat vagina. That shit is not cute to me. I think that should remain enclosed if you have the opportunity. To view this, then you would know a girl has a fat poop poop or not. But I don't think you should be walking the street in a bathing suit and just have this on display. It's not attractive. I don't know your thoughts on this, Benda. But I agree. No one wants to see those two lips looking at you. And especially <laughs> in like some of those lips that we saw in the last cast. <laughs> the cast. With the curtains. No one wants to see the meat curtains falling out the lips. <laughs> But anyways, no one's gonna like it. Um, that's our cast for the day. I'm Brenda the Bender. And I'm Roy Dog Shaw. And thank you for listening to the Real Rated and Raw Experience. Yes.